This is the Stories Podcast. I'm Harry Jones. Quiet weeps from behind his door are just audible, yet somehow they cut through all the space in between him and I. I cannot knock, for this time is for him alone to keep. I cannot look, for there's something mysteriously private about sorrow and sadness. But I cannot go, because his tears remind me that pillars can be taken down with bitter words. I force myself away from numb staring at the door handle and head away. I had no idea they could make us crack, because that's what it seems like right now. Us. And them. It takes an anxious two weeks until I'm told. He had been rejected by the girl, despite being on countless dates, countless evenings, and countless afternoons that had more or less gone well. Coffee, river walks, cheeky giggles as peculiar faces walk by, each sharing blissful moments together as the summer began to fall. He was falling for her as the bronze leaves fell as the autumn followed suit, and their nights grew longer. He was the nice guy, the guy who bought flowers every once in a while, the guy who texted her a sweet goodnight, the guy who cared for her more than he did himself. How tragic, I suppose, that they were meant to be. We all say we want to be with someone nice. It all sounds so plausible, easy, and especially comforting to know that other people think so too. From our bedrooms, where we stare at the ceiling all day, we seem to know that being the nice person is intrinsically the right thing. People often say, all I want is someone who is nice, funny, and who is actually interested in what I'm talking about, and enjoys my little quirks. But in practice, we find that nice people are the ones who are the hardest to talk to. We don't know how to deal with them when they come along, as they take an interest in everything we say and do, just enjoying our company for what it really is. We question ourselves, why are they any interested in us? The nice person seems to be too good to be true. We see ourselves in the mirror and sigh as we pick out all the spots and imperfections that we see every morning. If we aren't totally satisfied with ourselves, our sensibilities, and our simple lovability, we sometimes find others' appreciation of us unnerving. We cannot see the person they see through their eyes. Their love of our basic being is not ours, we think, for otherwise it would be sheer vanity. In contrast, we perceive people who treat us like dirt as prophets understand something about life and ourselves that we have never been able to capture. They share how we feel about ourselves, which makes us all the more connected to them, and thus further instills the message that we are not worth it. We let ourselves be kicked and messed around by those who care nothing more about us than they do about anyone else. Why do we allow ourselves to be this way? Why do we let our emotions be torn apart by those to whom we mean nothing? We accept the love we think we deserve, but what we think we deserve is not enough. We starve ourselves of appreciation 
and affection because of some quaint honour code that society put in place for us where to think too highly of oneself is a cardinal sin. So we guard ourselves from stepping over that line and seemingly protect ourselves from societal shame by being disgusted at the way our skin rolls across our face or how spots seem to occasionally splatter on our canvas or how the words we say and not the words we believe. Self-help books call for us to be confident and stand out, but we'd rather watch others tread the paths we could have taken. We are told to love ourselves before we can love one another, but we hate that, that sickly forced love that is thrust upon us, thrust upon our malevolent souls. I understand that girl who rejected and thus confined my friend to the hours of solitude behind his door. She thought she saw what she could not have, nor should have, and so allowed him to fade away. But what kind of philosophy is this, where we play God, play the universe, and erase our opportunities, because they define some code? But then again, who are we when we are not admiring the pursuits of others, chasing futures that we would not dare take, because, after all, we do not deserve it. This is ingrained in our society, and we are helpless. But I suppose, to quote F. Scott Fitzgerald, we beat on, boats against the current, borne back ceaselessly into the past. Unless we stay there, we will never know the people we might be, where our greatest fear is being the nice guy. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Stories Podcast. This episode was written and read by me, Harry Jones, and produced in conjunction with the AM Podcast Network. You can find me and the podcast on Twitter or on The Stories Podcast website by following the links below. Episodes are every week, which you can find on our website blog, along with updates, schedules, and stories never told in the podcast. But for now, see you next time for more stories written and read by Harry Jones. Have fun.